0: Changing minds, one thought at a time. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Empowering Women Series. Good evening, Akina. How are you today? I am
1: great, Jessica. I'm out here in wonderful San Francisco today and having a great time. How about yourself?
0: You know, I am, um, you know, wishing I was with you today. I know you are doing an awesome job learning about social media to continue growing. It is rainy and and, and kind of yucky here in New Jersey, but that's all right. I am, you know, I am with you in spirit in in sunny California. And, you know, Akina and I, we, we often talk about how we are committed to personal growth. You know, we both are very passionate about educating ourselves. I attended a real estate seminar today Kina is out learning about social media in California, so we just wanted to, you know, really just let you guys know that we are out learning as well. And we have an amazing friend of mine on the call tonight. I am so excited to bring her on. I was really looking forward to this show for a really long time. Um, This person and I met in an organization course. We are both up both professional network marketers in the same company. And what attracted me so much to this person is, number one, she's such a vibrant personality, but she's just so authentic, and she's so confident and comfortable in, in her skin. She's fun. She's energetic. It, it didn't surprise me when I got to know her to learn that she's really passionate about dance and choreography. She is a, a professional in music theater. She has performed in all of the 48 Continental States, in the United States, which is amazing, but she's also just a great mother, a great friend, and what I really just have been drawn to in this person is she is just so authentic in who she is, and she's so confident about who she is. She has this beautiful inner voice, and it just shines and radiates through her for everyone to see, and you know, you are with her for a few minutes, and you feel like you've known her for your lifetime, because she just really... Is herself, and I just love that so much about her. And she's actually has snuck out of a date to be with us tonight. And we, we you know, we often <laughs> we often laugh and tell you guys what we're doing during this podcast because this is our lives, guys, right? So you know, Keen and I have I've also told you before we've done these calls in the bathrooms and in restaurants, and I think that's where um, the amazing Stacy Miscati is tonight while she's joining us for the call. So. Stacey, thank you so much for taking time out of your date. I hope it's going well, and we appreciate you, and we love you for being here. And I knew since the topic tonight is even be yourself that you wouldn't mind us sharing that, you know, what's going on with you, so. Not
1: at all. Thank you so much, Jessica and Akina. It's such an honor to be here, and thank you so much for that introduction. And, Jess, I'm just so honored to be here with you, and I'm so inspired by you, and you and I have gotten to know each other so well over the past several months. And this year, it just seems like it's flying by. And I just am so impressed with your growth, my growth, we tend to talk to each other and share with what's going on in our lives and the breakthroughs we're having, the breakdowns we're having. And it's just so exciting to be here. And, yes, when we booked this several months ago, the development class that ended on November 5th, and I said, yes, I'll be free this date, I, I didn't realize I was going to be um, out on where I'm at right now. <laughs> so, you know, yes, we we're have it all women. And so we can but have it all. Good, right? it's all good, right? Because entrepreneurs make
0: it work. It is. And when it's you make it know, work, we, it's beautiful. And as we've learned, is you, when you get a schedule and get organized, you really can have it all and you can uh, get everything accomplished that you want to. Um, yeah. So, Stacey, you know, I just want to jump right into things. And I said in the beginning of the call that what attracts me so much to you is that you just have this way of being yourself and in a really powerful way, but also being really vulnerable. And, you know, even yesterday, like, I was having a breakdown and I actually called Stacey or I messaged you and I was like, Stacy, oh, my goodness, like, I'm having this, this breakdown. And, like, you know, she was there to support me. And what I love about it is that one of the things, I, one of the ways I see your biggest strength is in your vulnerability. And I want you to kind of just... I know it wasn't always that way for you, but, you know, you didn't always have that ability to just be yourself and be vulnerable and be open and authentic all the time. And I think that's really where your power comes from. So I wanted you to just take our journey, our, excuse me, our listeners with that journey of, like, where you started and how you figured out that it was okay to be yourself and, and what you attribute at that to and just what, you know, they can learn from that.
1: Absolutely, and thank you so much. Uh, you know, it, a lot of people my whole life have, Said to me you make it look so easy da 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 twenty fifteen for me really was the breakthrough year. I always had within me this voice that craved success, that craved more, that wanted to see what was possible and looking back on my life i'm thirty seven years old, and looking back, I realized i came to an awareness this year that my skill set in performing I was drawn to performing at a young age, dancing in particular. And I did not realize that the the skill set I developed naturally of being able to perform to to, okay, so I wanted to achieve, and so to be in the front row or to get the solo or to get the part in the fourth grade play, who did I need to be? So I developed this mask, which I thought was myself for pretty much my whole life. And so I was able to play the part of Stacey Moscati. I was able to play the part of this wildly successful person. And, and, you know, yes, you know, they say, you know, fake it till you make it, or, you know, I could project success. Okay, so if I'm, you know, now going into network marketing, you know, previously I was this professional actress, and I had a great career. I knew how to audition. I knew that skill set. It's really about different skill sets. And... I had this skill set of being able to project confidence and project, um, you know, success. And what I didn't realize until this year, I've had, you know, all these things break down over the last several years in my life. I got married and my marriage fell apart. Um, I was struggling in my job. I was struggling in my business. I was struggling in a a, a relationship after my, uh, you know, divorce. Um, And just... Things kept breaking down, but I could project that I was all good and project that I was happy, and with Facebook and social media, it was really easy to play the part of just this wildly happy person. And inside, I just knew I was so inauthentic, and it challenged me to be able to do what was necessary for success while feeling so broken inside and feeling so frustrated and I knew I had challenges with um food addiction and eating out of, you know, to stuff emotion but I didn't want to deal with it. Didn't really want to go there because I knew that was going to impact my relationship with my mother and my father and my, you know, boyfriend at the time and just and myself. I was struggling for so many years with this utter fear of getting to know who I really was because I was so afraid of disappointing myself, of finding out that I wasn't enough, and finding out that I was a big phony. Everything that the ego, I call it the whammy ego, everything that the ego wants to, you know, protect us from. So don't go find yourself and just is like the big bad boogeyman within our own head. And what happened to me was, Everything in my life basically fell apart around this time last year. Right around this time last year in 2014, my business fell apart. I quit my job because my business looked like it was going great, and then I had to go back and take the job back, and I was ashamed of that. My relationship fell apart. Um, my health fell apart. I was so stressed that my skin was literally burning. I was developing these rashes, and it was awful my friendships were falling apart, and I felt like I was drowning. And it wasn't until finally I was able to just go, enough is enough. I can't do this anymore. I reached my breaking point. And you hear a lot of people say that. And one of my coaches and mentors, Jeffrey Combs, he says, you know, getting your back against the wall and hitting rock bottom is really overrated. But for me, I had to hit that. I had to kind of hit the point where I was at rock bottom in my health and my food addiction. I had gained about 20 pounds. I didn't weigh myself, but I had gained about 20 pounds. And I'm in the health and, network and wellness industry, network marketing. And I just couldn't hide it anymore. It was when I saw myself online and I was like, I just, I'm so tired of this mask. I'm so tired of this construct of Stacey Miscotti that everybody is writing me and talking to me, going, you know, private messaging me, going about how great my life looks and how great everything is. And every time I get a message like that, it was like a knife in my heart. And I was like, this is not the way to live anymore. And one of my best friends, she's now like my best friend, but at the time we were just getting that really, really close best friendship. She wrote me and she was like, listen, just, you know, write me what's going on in your life. And I wrote her this big, huge email, and it was like this confessional of, like, where I am with my finances, where I am with my relationships, where I am with my business, where I am with myself. And I just kind of owned how everything was just not working. And she wrote me back a text, and, it, it like, it chokes me up to remember this because this was the turning point for me. And she lives in San Francisco, so Akini you can go say hi to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she texted me back, at like, at 1.30 in the morning, it was my time, 10.30 her time. She goes, hello, Stacey Soul, it's good to see you. And I went, oh, my God, that's right. I've lost touch with my soul. I've lost touch with with me. I didn't even know I had ever touched it in the first place. So I made this video online, and I posted it to Facebook, and I literally just came out as a food addict in a health and wellness industry. And I knew I wasn't alone, but it was very, very risky in my head going, you're basically going to just expose yourself as a fraud. That was what my head was telling myself. And I said, yep because I can't live any other way. I can't do it. And I made that video, and I got about 100 private messages of people saying that they had, they were crying because they felt the same way and they didn't know how to address it. And that was January 8th of this year, and that was the first moment of me going, oh, me showing my flaws, my broken pieces, everything that's, that I think is wrong and horrible about me, we all feel that way. In different areas and so me sharing my truth and me showing my vulnerability actually helps people it'll help somebody and that started to like turn the corner for me and all of a sudden once I started owning my what was wrong it's, I don't use the words right or wrong but you know a lot of people do so what was wrong with me what was broken with me um, you know I, I went cold turkey on the food addiction and didn't stuff the feelings and that very first day or actually the second day, the second day is when it really hit me. I equate it to like stopping running from the tsunami and I stopped and I turned around and I threw my arms out and just let the wall of emotion hit me. And it's so interesting because I was this actress and I know how to like play emotion. I know how to play a part. I was really, really comfortable on stage and one of my ex-boyfriends had said to me he goes i used to wonder why i could watch you on stage and feel like i was seeing you authentically but then when you were off stage you weren't an authentic person and i didn't know how to be that until i just owned what wasn't working in my life and yes it was brave many people say it was brave and courageous i just couldn't go on anymore it was the pain was great enough so that very first night like 90 minutes snarling, going through honest-to-God withdrawal, like, of like, like, you know, like in almost like a drug detox of feeling these emotions I had been afraid of feeling for so long. And at the end of it, I just felt this tremendous peace, uh, and it didn't kill me. And that was, the, like, the first time that I went, oh, okay, so emotions aren't going to kill me. What I was afraid of isn't going to actually physically kill me. That was some weird story I had in my head. And then all of a sudden when I got through that, things started attracting itself into my life this year. And the right programs and the right coaches and the right books and the right people and the right conversations all started to show up in my life this year. And I just got really interested and committed to discovering who I was and healing what was broken. And through this year... I have discovered who I am authentically, and I have fallen in love with myself. And it's no wonder to me that relationships haven't worked because I was seeking love outside of myself. I was seeking acceptance outside of myself. I'd been conditioned that way and from a young age just because of theater and performing and singing and dancing. It was like, okay, who do I need to be to be this? Okay, I'm going to be that. And did I do a good enough job? Oh, okay, there's the applause. Great. Now where I'm at, at this point in my life is I actually don't need that validation anymore. I don't need the wild success in my business. I don't, it's not about me and filling what was broken within me. Now I feel like a whole person for the very first time in my life. And I just am so grateful I live when I live, that I can just put this out there on social media now. And it's so interesting, This, this, you know, branding and this following I developed as the inauthentic Stacy that was in place for when I did become authentic and just so much has opened up and it's, to me it's like it's really not this hard it's just you've got to strive for it you've got to want it I knew that at some point if I just kept going for the personal development and the personal growth it was going to show up you know I, I liken it to like life is like a puzzle and you keep getting pieces. And you can't put the puzzle together with, like, 75% of the pieces. You just can't. So every every day in life, it's a new puzzle piece. Every day, this insight from this book and this conversation, and, Jess, you and I have had conversations where I'm like, there's the puzzle piece for today, you know? And it's like, then you can kind of yeah, look at the puzzle absolutely. and go, oh, okay, I see now, and put it together. And you're like, okay, there it is. Bingo. But you couldn't have done that at any point sooner. So when people get frustrated with it's not happening, it's not happening, I know that feeling. And at some point you're going to cross the bridge. That's all I can tell you. is you, it's, it's not in your timing. If you, were to, if you were to get the answers when you wanted them, they wouldn't make sense and you would sabotage it and get even more frustrated. You've just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other and enjoying the game of life.
0: Wow. Wow, that was so powerful. That was so powerful, Stacy. You know, I just have so many remarks. Yes, yes. I really want to
1: know your opinion on this because, you know, uh, as professional women, we encounter a lot of us that uh, want to put on the mask, to think that the mask is the best way to go instead of be living in their authenticity. Why do you think mm-hmm. that is? That's a fabulous question. I think there's so many social constructs. There's so much, you know, in business. You know, I, my personal belief, and you know, it, it, some people can say it's contrary and controversial. I think there is a, a genetic predisposition from DNA from long, 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 long time ago, caveman time, that the, the male DNA is wired to hunter gather. Female DNA is wired to nurture. Does that mean that we can't hunt or gather? Absolutely not. I'm just saying that for me, for what I, I observe, there is that predisposition. So there is an almost inauthenticity where it's like, can I be the nurturer in a professional world? You know, do I have to play the game to get ahead? So then it's like, okay, who? It almost goes back to this acting thing, which I think is why I understand authenticity, you know, maybe more than some because I I understand putting on the mask and pretending to be to get something. So as I have gone through this journey this year, here's an example. So last week um, I have a part-time job, and last week my boss, I, I don't do sales for him. I don't do kind of what I'm naturally really good at. What I do is a lot of um, uh, the invoicing, accounting, all that sort of stuff um and it's been an amazing skill set to develop but he's like there's a networking event i can't go can you go so i show up and i walk in and there was a women's networking group that i've been in before and one of my best friends was in it and i poked my head in and i waved and i was like hi guys i'm like this isn't actually the group i'm here for because i knew the name of that group and i turn and there are four businessmen three of them are in suits and I walk up and I'm like, "Hi, is this this particular networking group?" And they're like, "Yeah," and they look at me like, "Who are you and And the story that I was receiving in my head was like, "Who are you, little girl?" and what and I said, "Well, I'm here in you know for this company, and I'm here in this person's place. I'm his executive assistant, and they're like, "Oh, okay, and I could just see them just having story about me, you know me making meaning and then when we got to the actual meeting one of the lawyers asked a question about a client, you know, or um, saying, like, he wanted to develop, you know, he wasn't getting paid on time. So what did we think about asking for payment, you know, ahead of time? And around the circle of the five of us, you know, one gentleman said, no, don't do that. The other guy said, get half up front. And I went, oh, no, 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 you want to get everything up front. And he said, well, why do you mean? And I said, well, energetically you have this story in your head about, you know, you don't like doing this type of work because of this. Yes, you may not, you may lose some clients, but the type of client you will attract will pay you on time. You will attract more abundance. You'll be able to handle more work. You'll enjoy your work more, and everything will flow easier. It's an energetic question, too. And I just started talking about that, and you could see their jaws drop. And just by me being me, suddenly they – I was suddenly their equal. And in some of the cases, they saw me almost as as a higher person because I had more knowledge about certain things than they did. And there was a time I absolutely would have tried to have sounded like them and met them where they were. And just by me being me, I blew them out of the water. And that wasn't possible before I knew who I was. So for the professional women on the phone, I would say the question you really want to investigate is who am I and what do I love about myself? You know, as women, oh my gosh, I could like go on 10 different tangents right here, but we've got to financially educate ourselves. I know I disempowered myself for a very long time because I craved love so much. I craved a relationship so much that I felt that if I made my own money or didn't allow the man to handle the money, that he wouldn't love me, that he wouldn't, you know, he I would be emasculating him and then, you know, I had attracted the exact situation I was afraid of, divorce, and was not financially competent enough to handle certain situations. My parents protected me from understanding finances because they came from less affluent backgrounds. They worked very hard to get where they were at and as their only child they didn't want me to quote unquote worry about money. That's great as a child, but then as an adult I did not have financial literacy. So ladies Absolutely educate yourself financially literate, literacy. Um, make yourself financially literate. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, great book to start with. You also want to read Rich Woman. You want to learn about money. It is not something to be afraid of or to let out of your own hands. We Take care of yourself. It is not a statement about your relationship or a lack of trust or worrying that you're going to get divorced. It is growing you as a person. and You're able to bring more to the relationship. Because individually, you're the only person that you're with from the moment you're born to the moment you die. You're the only person you're with guaranteed. So investigate who are you and what do you love about yourself and bring that to the professional table. Heal the core wounds inside so that you don't need the approval of your boss, of your coworkers, that people can say things and it does not matter to you. It is truly possible. Anything you want is possible. And when you can get to a point where – you can be yourself and not worry about losing your job because you know you are good enough, strong enough, and you can absolutely attract a tremendous position into your life that may be even better than the one you are in right now that you're afraid of losing, then you have total power in your life. You have total control and you have total, like, the the paintbrush of your life is in your hand and you can control your destiny. Nobody else.
0: Yeah, I that's Stacy. and you know I love some of the books that you recommended i i, I mean i'm an, a huge reader, I love to read um it's kind of funny when I was a kid. I used to hide books under my mattress all the time and I would read all night every night and I, my mom would go to bed and I would just be reading all night long and she would wonder where I couldn't get up for school in the morning but <laughs> and I have carry that into adulthood. I remember you know in the in the summers, I would read as a child like a day and and I still wow. read on average two to three books every every week. Um, I've actually taught myself, and I use Audible. So if anyone uses Audible, you know you can listen to the books faster at one and a quarter or one and a half, two times and three times the speed. I love to read and educate myself, myself so much. I listen to. I've taught myself to be able to understand. Books at three times the normal speed. So on average, I read almost a book a day. Still, if not, you know, at least two to three books per week. I know this week I'm, I'm finishing up um, "Power Versus Force," uh, mm. an amazing book. I know, Stacey, we yeah. read the same event last weekend where that was recommended to us um, yeah. by Mark Victor Hansen. Amazing book. I love it. And you know, I've read the entire "Rich Dad Poor Dad" series. The of uh, the book by Donald Trump and Richard Kiyosaki. Um They he wrote. Yeah. Um, why we want you to be rich. That was yeah. another, um, another amazing regret. Because excuse me, I um. But yeah, so you know, really, just phenomenal. I mean, I can't say in as much about financial literacy. It is absolutely so important. And like you said, since our women's empowerment podcast, if we really want to be ourselves, it also means taking control of our lives and taking control of our finances is such a huge part of that. So, you know, we're almost at that point where we have to close down our call. First of all, thank you so much for sharing so generously your story. And I absolutely knew you would be the beautiful and vulnerable and amazing person you are, and you didn't let me down. So I was just really not listening tonight. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Jess. It's, it, the, the vulnerability part, Is everybody was able to just take that 20 seconds of insane courage and just be to show the world what's, you know what they're afraid of the world seeing they will fall into a a pool of open arms and open hearts of people just going thank you for being yourself and my wish for all the women and all the men everybody on the planet is to just take that moment and share what you're afraid of sharing just with one person and see how much compassion and connectedness and aliveness comes from that you'll get addicted to that and you will help transform the planet just by you being you and sharing who you authentically are because it's beautiful. When I do my sh- my own periscopes, I always close it with, you are whole, perfect, and complete exactly as you are right now. There is nothing to fix. All there is is for you to live a life that is more workable and living a life you truly love regardless of the circumstances.
0: Well, I love it. And I was going to ask you if you had any closing words, but it sounds like, excuse me, those are beautiful words to close our podcast by tonight. So thank you again so much. <laughs> excuse me, guys. I am um, in the spirit of being authentic and vulnerable. I am sick myself tonight and I am going to bed immediately after this podcast. So, Akina, is there anything you want to say um, before we close? And I apologize for i am losing my voice and coughing, but Akina, if you can kind of wrap us up for tonight. <clears throat> Well, certainly, certainly. First off, thank you so much, Stacy, for being on the call. Uh, it was definitely an honor and a pleasure having
1: you here tonight. Thank you. It was an honor. Just so cool to be with you ladies, and thank you for allowing me to share my story, and and hope that it, it helps somebody out there listening tonight to, to take a chance and just watch what unfolds.
0: Absolutely, awesome. girl. Well, you know what? We're going to close down. We... You know, go back on your date. have fun. <laughs> have a great evening. I hope he was i hopefully he's not too mad about us waiting there. um I guess the, 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 the hockey game he's good <laughs> oh okay perfect well there is you know as long as there's a game on right <laughs> well, you know in, enjoy the rest of your evening um you know, I always let in our podcast the same way and just let everyone know I love you. I'm so grateful for you guys and. You know, we really just, we do this because we really so appreciate you. And so many people have been reaching out over the last few weeks and letting me you know and the can know how much these podcasts have blessed them. And it really just, thank you so much for doing that because it really just pours greatness into us. And, you know, on that note, um, God bless. Make it a really powerful week. And we'll be with you again on Sunday for Inspiration of Call. Good night,
1: everyone. Good night. Thank you.